I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. Happy and honored to be joined by the editor of the National Review and pundit extraordinaire. His name is Rich Lowry. He joins us at 740 every Monday morning. And uh, good morning, Rich. Hey, how's it going? What, what mobster is Sid playing now? You know, I don't know. I forget the name of the mobster. It's nobody. <laughs> it's 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 some pretty obscure mobster, but apparently it's a very a, colorful, a vicious one, a vicious, a colorful, and vicious one. Yes, and, and a lot of blood on his hands. And uh, <laughs> I look forward to the movie. Listen, are you into this uh, St. Peter's Peacocks and the uh, NCAA tournament? Oh yeah, no, I I love it. It's a, it's a great sports festival. I just root for every underdog and for every comeback, and there, there's always a wonderful story and a, a team with a weird nickname. It's the Peacocks this year, so uh, yeah, funny. I'm on the bandwagon. You're on the bandwagon. Rich Lowry on the bandwagon. So, Rich, listen, I, I look, the Ukrainian war is one thing, but I think the biggest story in this country should be the, the uh, laptop from hell. The New York Times, having since, since we last spoken with you, having acknowledged uh, – you know, authenticated that the laptop is actually real. And uh, everything that, uh, you know, that followed from, uh, you know, them, them censoring it, big tech, the media, and, of course, the deep state. And that letter that 50 Intel people, including five former CIA chiefs, signed. I mean, this is a real, this is, uh, to, to me, there's some sort of criminal conspiracy that went on here uh, that was uh, designed, obviously, to get Joe Biden into office. And it worked. Yeah, it's a scandal. Uh, you, you rightly been hammering on this for the last several days. And that letter was so dishonest in so many ways. One, I, I don't think any of them sincerely believed it was Russian disinformation. And if you read the letter carefully, it doesn't actually say it was Russian disinformation. It's just written in a way to suggest that and to give every reporter a reason to say it was Russian disinformation and to give Joe Biden reason to be totally dishonest in his answer about this. In the debate, he knew it was Hunter's laptop. I mean, Hunter had basically said it was his laptop, but he right. still said it was Russian disinformation based on that letter. So there are a number of things I think Republicans should investigate when they, they take the House. You know, why was the CDC guidance so out of whack on school masking? You know, no other health authority said gave that sort of guidance in the world. And, and this, too, you know, where did this come from? How did this happen? Because it was a travesty. John Katzmatidis, uh, Rich Lowry on the Bernie and Sid Show. How are you, Rich? Hey, good. How's it going? Good. I think the big, the biggest story this morning, another big story, and another 737-800 went down. And that's very, very sad. It went down in China. And the 737s, Boeing has had continuous problems. And uh, the mismanagement at Boeing for such a long time uh, is, is very, very sad. I mean, uh, we, we talked about uh, politicians. We talked about uh, 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 United States citizens not doing the right thing. Well, these people worried more about earning more fees than the safety of 
of the consumer. And uh, it, it's just crazy. Yeah, I haven't, been, I haven't followed that one very closely. I just saw it that just headline. Happened. But yeah. 100, 136 people or something, yeah. Um, complete tragedy, obviously. Yeah, it's a very, very uh, sad thing, and we'll learn more. Uh, to, to, you know, any loss of life is horrible. So uh, speaking of loss of life, the uh, war in the Ukraine, Rich Lowry, I know that uh, if, you know, I, I hate these labels, but uh, you're more hawkish on the war than some people. A lot, Some people are skeptical. Some people want more to be done, more involvement by NATO, by the United States. Uh, how far does uh, your, well, your, I don't want to call it the, you know, your your zeal for this war, but uh, let's say the no-fly zone. Are you for a, a no-fly zone? No. So I, I'm, in, I'm in favor of giving Ukrainians everything they can to re- resist, you know, what's a naked act of aggression. But I do think there's a line there where we don't want a, a direct shooting war between NATO and Russia. And a no-fly zone, one would risk such a shooting war. I mean, it would basically constitute such a shooting war. We'd have to obviously shoot down any Russian missile, any Russian planes that would violate the no-fly zone. And to secure it, the airspace for your pilots, you'd, ha- you'd have to hit every Russian anti-aircraft battery you could find, which would include, given the range of some of these missiles, batteries in Russian territory. <laughs> so a no-fly zone is not the antiseptic, clean thing that some people portray it, portray it as. I'm also skeptical of the humanitarian airlift, same thing. You know, what if, what if they shoot down one of your planes? Are you actually going to try to land planes near Maripol? So I don't think any of, that, any of that is a good idea, but give them every single missile you can. Give them more javelins, more stingers. Give them the most advanced anti-aircraft weapons you can. And just the idea, this is why Obama wouldn't arm them. This is why Biden was hesitant to arm them. The idea that would provoke Russia well, I mean, Russia, it was unprovoked, but uh, even if you worry about that, they're already shelling the cities to the ground. So just give the Ukrainians the means to try to defend themselves. Should they pursue, uh, I mean, Zelensky apparently uh, requested a meeting with Putin uh, for some uh, negotiations, a diplomatic resolution. I mean, we're seeing some horrific, horrific loss of life. you got a couple of hundred people maybe buried in the rubble for almost a week now. I mean, unspeakable, unspeakable, horrific suffering going on out there. Uh, so, you know, we can send them all these uh, armaments, et cetera, et cetera. But are we only prolonging the inevitable, which is that, that they, well, the inevitable would be a diplomatic resolution or Russia takes over the, the whole of Ukraine. Shouldn't we focus more on some of these per, perhaps potential peace talks? Yeah, I think you do two things. One, I mean, it's just the right of the Ukrainians to defend themselves. We should be on their side. We should arm them. And if they can actually stop the Russians, and they, they've fought amazingly well at this, this point, maybe fought them to a stalemate, then perhaps you get a favorable diplomatic settlement and you work both ends. I, I think it's going to be hard for us to force the Ukrainians to agree to something they don't want to, but um, we should definitely encourage them to, to talk and to reach some sort of settlement. And it, it's going to have to reach some sort of settlement Eventually, I mean, I, I doubt there's any way out, even though I'd love it, where just Putin's thoroughly defeated and retreats and goes goes home. You know, he's going to exact his his pound of flesh yeah. diplomatically. But um, this is the, the 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 party that's in the wrong, you know, and that caused the whole thing and could stop it right now is is Vladimir Putin. No question about it. Uh, John Katsimatidis, you want to uh, ask? Need, he, Putin needs a gracious way out. And uh, Putin should never have invaded 
uh, Joe Biden and the United States should have negotiated with them three months before. And because, my opinion, I think Putin would rather be partners with the European community, uh, partners with, uh, 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 with um, business-wise. Uh, they, 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 the Russians consider themselves Europeans. They don't want to be partners with the Chinese. We're forcing them to be partners with the Chinese. I'd like to know what Rich Lowry thinks about that. Well, I, I, I think that would be a, um, a door that was, was open to him, but it's just hard to see how he, how he comes back from this. No, I mean, but I'm he, talking about three months ago. Well, I, I was hesitant to negotiate with a gun to our head, you know, but maybe in, in retrospect, you just should have said, frankly, the way Zelensky is saying it now, that they weren't going to be in NATO, because they weren't going to be in NATO. I mean, that just was never going to uh, happen. I mean, there's a proviso, you can't come in if you have a, a territorial dispute, and they they had one on their uh, border, unfortunately. And now I just think Putin, you know, it's hard to see. Um, he, he, Biden called him a war criminal. I don't think Biden should have said that. Uh, but it's true, and I think he's going to end up being a junior partner to uh, a budding Chinese empire, and is going to regret it. Russians, I, I think this is a really bad ro- road for him to have gone down, and and uh, not bad for him. That's not the most important thing. Really bad for Russia and the Russian people. Russians are dying, Ukrainians are dying, but politicians playing ping pong, and that's wrong. A lot of people are dying for no reason at all, and. Um, we we have to solve the problem, and I think uh, somebody has to uh, be the big boy and sit down and say, "Guys, enough is enough. Let's uh, let's settle this." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I I don't think he's he'll Putin will be very motivated and, until he thinks he's going to be really humiliated, um, and and hopefully that's happening as we speak. So, Rich Lowry on the Bernie and Sid show. Rich is the editor of the National Review and uh, pundit extraordinaire, as I mentioned earlier. Rich, uh, you've been uh, extolling the virtues of Ron DeSantis. You're not a Trump guy. We know that already. Ron DeSantis, of course, a, a, a big favorite of mine as well. I still go with Trump over DeSantis at this point, but uh, DeSantis has stepped up at every turn. And this latest uh, episode with the Don't Say Gay Bill, you jumped on that, and uh, you, you're talking about he's the voice of the new Republican Party. Tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, it's just great how combative he's been. This bill was lied about. You know, it basically, the, the central provision was to say you shouldn't talk about sex uh, and gender to kids age grades K through three, which I, I can't imagine how anyone possibly could be could opposed to such a yeah. measure. But then they made it into a big anti, anti-gay thing. They you know, lied. Why they would lied. it also be an anti-straight thing? You're just not talking about kids about sex at all, right? right. Exactly. And then Disney, of course, another woke, woke corporation, gets on the bandwagon, says how disappointed they are, and, and DeSantis shoots them in the face. It was just, you know, there are times when Republicans were intimidated by corporations. I think mostly that that time has passed. At least it is in Florida. And th- this just shows how Trump opened the door to um, – welcoming controversy, being combative, punch your back uh, twice as hard. And uh, DeSantis has, has learned that lesson in a real useful way, I think. No question about it. Uh, Rich Lowry again on the Bernie and Sitcha. Rich, also uh, another development today, you have the Supreme Court nomination hearings. John and I talked about it earlier. Uh, you have Katanji Jackson. She's a liberal. She's apparently qualified, has been confirmed for lower uh, court, uh, uh, the Court of Appeals, for example, 
But uh, it got very, very ugly with the Senator Josh Hawley saying that she was uh, she has a pattern of being easy on pedophiles, and people are really viciously, ruthlessly going after Josh Hawley. Do you think he was out of bounds, Josh Hawley? I haven't looked at the the record. It kind of shocked me if he he just made that up. Uh, I'd vote against her. I think she should go down. I think only justices who are strict constitutionalists should be confirmed to the court. I mean, that's just the role of the, the court. You interpret the Constitution, that's it. You, you no know, know political or social activism. So she fails on that test. But I think as a practical political matter, she'll, she'll, she's guaranteed about two Republican votes. And this is going to be a fairly low-key affair. You know, Collins and Murkowski will vote for her, and she'll get confirmed. And, you know, it's, it's swiping out a liberal for a liberal, so at the end of the day, it doesn't make a huge difference. How many days do you think this lasts, these, these hearings? Uh, it'll fast. I, uh, among the fastest we've seen, besides Amy, Amy Coney Barrett. Wow. Uh, John Katsimatidis and I, we talked about uh, the Biden administration earlier and about how seemingly everything they do is designed to hurt Americans. And, of course, uh, while we're you know so mired and in, uh, interested in the Ukrainian border, the sovereignty of the Ukrainian border, we ignore our own border, where all this fentanyl is coming across the border, killing Americans. I mean, it's it's really literally killing Americans, and the Biden administration doesn't care about it. The latest example, they didn't die, but you had the West Point cadets poisoned. Uh-huh. The cocaine was poisoned yeah. by fentanyl manufactured, uh, actually shipped from China, manufactured in Mexico, and then coming across the border, and uh, nobody seems to care. Yeah, I mean, it should be a national crisis. Fentanyl is not something, you know, you don't deliberately go out and snort fentanyl. You know, it's, it's, you're taking some other illegal substance that's adulterated with it, and it's, as you say, it's, it's poison. It's, it's a poisoning, and we should be doing everything we can to, to stop it from coming in the country. But... Um, we don't. And, and it's just a fact that we don't care about our border. And, and Biden has to look at this. Uh, there's a couple stories about this the other day. The potential of the pandemic's really over. They have to list this so-called Title 42 restriction that Trump imposed that basically turns around most illegal immigrants at, at the border. Yes. Um, if they lift that and have to start letting even more people in, they, even they're worried about the level of illegal migration uh, we would see. So it was idiotic for them to dismantle all the other Trump measures at, at the border, and it, it's been bad the last uh, year or so, and it could get much worse. John Katsimatidis, uh, how, how happy are you that you met Rich Lowry this morning? Well, I've known Rich for a while, and uh, it's always good to talk to him, and he has some common sense, and uh, yes. that's all we need in this world is common sense, you know, and, and taking care of our own country and taking care of our own people. We have to worry about the American people. We have to worry about North America before we worry about everything else, and uh, that's all it's, what it's about, and it, it's horrible what's going on in the border. I, I Look, I'm an immigrant. I believe in immigration. I want people to come to America. But don't forget, we had Ellis Island. And I suggested maybe we should have Ellis Island-type operations down in Texas and Arizona. And, you know, we want people that are loyal to America. We want people that are willing to work hard. We just can't have anybody just walking through the border. And, I mean, that's stupid. Pro-immigration and pro-hardworking people that... We need in America, and that's the way I feel about it. That's it. Bottom line. Now, Rich Lowry, you were great as usual. Rich Lowry, editor of the National Review. 
Uh, go Peacocks, uh, Rich <laughs> Lowry. Go Peacocks. Hey, Thanks hey, so much, guys. Listen, Thanks you have out. a great week, and uh, thank you very much. Uh, if you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.